Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope y'all are having an amazing day as you tune into today's episode. If you're new here, of course, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in. And for all my OG listeners, welcome back. I'm so excited to have y'all here. Yes, I did just forget what I usually say in the intro, but we gonna keep it pushing okay we gonna keep it pushing new year new intro okay my loves well happy new year first off i want to say happy new year let me tell you this okay i know there are always those memes and those like jokes or whatever where people are like don't say it's your year don't say this year will be good you'll jinx it whatever let me tell you something right now i have the most incredible feeling that 2023 is going to be an amazing year now of course there are going to be ups and downs in any year right that is just how life goes in order to really you know perceive the light in the way that we do we have to in some ways experience and go through the darkness right however i think that this year is just going to be incredibly potent and when i say potent i mean potent in terms of allowing for expansion allowing for growth allowing for you to really step into your power where you may not have been doing so before or maybe you didn't feel like you could before i just think this is going to be a really expansive year a beautiful year of growth a year of calling in amazing and beautiful blessings and along with that the lessons that you're meant to learn as with any year right but i just feel really good about 20 so my loves today we are doing our january 2023 energy report i believe y'all have really been liking these so we're gonna keep them going because i like doing them as well i also want to say i did get some um suggestions for episodes around astrology so those will be coming soon more so than obviously these energy reports so stay tuned for those but today we're gonna do our typical and usual format and so what that looks like is we're going to dive into the overall astrology. I'm going to talk about some of the major transits that are happening in 2023. And then we're going to dive into the card pulls. And there will be three card piles. I'm pulling a couple different tarot cards and some oracle cards for each pile. You're going to pick a number, one to three, or you could use a random number generator, whatever works for you in order to feel like you are intuitively being guided to that pile. And then you're going to listen to your card pile. You can also listen to all three two listen i ain't even gonna say none if you listen to all three but that's how this format is going to go for today's episode it is currently january 2nd as i record this one yes <laughs> 
yes, I'm doing it like the day before, which I mean, you know, it's funny because I I use the month of December to like pre-record stuff to try to get ahead because I, you know, I have this this goal of being even more disciplined and even more committed this year. I'm going through my Saturn return this year and I'm a little bit nervous and I know that, you know, there's nothing in astrology that aims to fear monger. And if someone is kind of, I mean, here's the thing, right? Things are going to happen again, good and bad, ups and downs, all that good stuff. So Saturn returns are notorious for being really tough and being really rigorous and being very, you know, hard on you because Saturn is that planet. Saturn is, you know, the the big daddy planet. Okay. Saturn is coming to teach you a lesson, baby girl, karma, karma and karmic benefits and also karmic lessons. So it, you know, when we hear about Saturn returns, I think for a lot of us, if you're familiar with them, it brings along this sense of fear and this sense of apprehension. And you're kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, what's going to happen? And I've heard so many stories. I remember I was chatting um, with someone, we went out to coffee and we were talking about Saturn returns and she let me know that she'd gone through her Saturn. uh, Her Saturn was in Aquarius. And if you're not familiar, Saturn went into Aquarius in 2020 and we all know what happened in 2020 you know we had this period where we were all kind of confused about what was happening and then you know things were on the news and we're kind of like should we be worried about this should we not what's going on in the other countries and all of a sudden here at home things shut down and that was around the time that Saturn went into Aquarius and so when we can link such a major global event to a transit in astrology you know I can see why people are afraid sometimes when they hear about Saturn returns, okay? And this person that I was talking to, she was telling me about a lot of things that happened in her life around that time and just a lot of trials and tribulations that she personally went through for or during her Saturn return but how it ended because of course Saturn is you know finishing that transit in Aquarius is that she has come out on the other end so much better so much more expanded so much more wealth knowledge abundance in every single area of her life so that's what I talk about right Saturn is again it's it's this it's this father planet it's this planet that wants to teach us lessons and like any good parent it wants to prepare us for adulthood your first Saturn return is essentially your thrust into adulthood right I'm sitting here I'm 28 baby I feel grown but Saturn gonna be like baby is you really grown or is you really grown (laughs) so I think I'm a little bit nervous about that but to expand on that Saturn is going um into Pisces in 2023 and uh I believe March of 2023 and it's going to be there it's going to retrograde into I think Aries at one point and then it's going to go back into Pisces but it's going to be in Pisces for about three years or so and so that's going to be the length of my Saturn return and if you have Saturn in Pisces as well it's also going to be your Saturn return if you have Saturn in Aquarius you'll notice that you might feel sort of like pressure easing up when Saturn goes into Pisces you know you were sort of the one that was on the the spotlight if you will for those hard lessons and things like that so you might notice a lot of ease in terms of the energy in your life when that lets up and not you know again it doesn't have to be something where it's like you were going through a bunch of bad things but I I think with Saturn you reap what you sow so if you were putting in work if you were being a good person if you were putting good out there you will get the karmic benefits the karmic um 
you know, I was going to say repercussions, but repercussions are bad connotation, but you're going to get the good stuff that you deserve. Okay. You're going to get the good things. So as I'm saying, my Saturn is in Pisces and specifically I have Saturn in the second house. Now in astrology, there are the placements of the signs and there there's also houses. So oh, I'm so excited to dive into some more of these astrology things with you guys in future episodes because I'm learning and I want to take y'all along the journey with me of learning all these things. But uh, I have my Saturn in the second house, which is all about about um, money, finances, you know, entrepreneurship or self-starting businesses, um, that kind of thing, right? And it makes sense. It makes sense, uh, especially when I chatted with uh, Alice Bell, who had on the podcast a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Saturn Returns specifically. It makes so much sense. And when you dive into, it's so crazy how this stuff is connected. Like today I was diving into numerology. And if you haven't looked into this, I want y'all to look this up. Look up, um, what your personal year is. So your personal year in numerology is basically a culmination of like the the number that um, you get when you add up all the numbers of your date of birth, not not including your year, but the date and the month, and then adding it to the numerology for 2023, which is the number seven. I'm explaining that very quickly. If you look this up, they will have a video on YouTube that explains it better, I promise you. There's one from the um, YouTuber, her name is Astro Kit. She has an amazing video on this that really walks you through, especially visually, how to do the math for this. It's very simple math, but I am a visual person. So if you're also a visual person, it might just help to see this. But I um, was like looking up what my numerology is. I don't even know how the heck I stumbled upon this. Cause I mean, I'm into numerology. Like y'all know, I literally have an 888 tattoo, okay? And then I also have an 888 necklace. Like, baby, hello. And what's crazy is I did my numerology for my personal year and I am in a year eight. And the year eight is all about career. It's about uh, finances. It's about uh, uh, like expansion within the abundance realm. And couple that with my Saturn and Pisces transit in my second house where it's all about money and it's all about um, really learning how to apply discipline to my finances, right? Because one thing about me, baby, I promise you I know how to attract money. I do, but I also am, it's in and out very quick sometimes. I love to spend. I love to shop. I always tell my parents, I'm like, I need to, like the reason why I be wanting to make more money is because I want, I like to shop. I truly enjoy it. And you know, I don't necessarily think I'm at a shopaholic place in my life. However, I just do enjoy shopping. So I think when you look at all of the ways these things connect, right, the numerology, the astrology of it all, when it's connected to global events, collective experiences, not just personal experiences, for me, it's such a beautiful, like, understanding a beautiful way of seeing the world a beautiful way of you know putting some sort of meaning behind the events that are occurring in our lives and trying to understand better what is happening and I'm just realizing something right now I have this gallery wall in my office and why am I realizing that this picture like there's this one part of the pictures that's way too it's like it's like further away from the big one than this side. Why did I do it that way? I think I was trying to do like an asymmetrical, like avant-garde situation. And I forgot that I'm like kind of type A and looking at this right now is making me nauseous. So let's look out the window. You know, so 
<laughs> so that is uh, something I'm really excited about and honestly excited to see what uh, Saturn brings me. But as I, you know, let me circle back to what I was originally stating when I started to talk about my Saturn return was that this year for me, it is about discipline. In fact, discipline is the focus word of my year, the theme of my year. I think I'm someone that can be quite disciplined and quite committed when I decide to. And I always say this, right? I say that sometimes it's not that you're not someone who can be committed or who can be disciplined, but it's that you're not ready to. And whether, you know, you're not ready to because you have some possible underlying fears about what happens, what changes when you are disciplined, whether, you know, you genuinely are just afraid of the process and the journey that will come along with that. There are so many, so many factors that go into that. But I think when you truly decide that you want to be disciplined, you truly decide that you want to be committed, it changes things. I, I was actually chatting with um, Tolu and Monica about this recently, separate conversations, but literally it's crazy how, you know, I'll have the the, the same kinds of conversations conversations with different friends and it just to me reiterates the message and reiterates what you know we're talking about and one of the things that came up was this uh this judgment around self and I've talked to y'all about this before right where sometimes I'll start something and I will come on here and I'll be like guys I'm I'm back on YouTube. I am, you know, going to be on Instagram doing this. I started a skincare line. I'm literally looking at the the boxes here. I started a skincare line. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And I'll be so excited and I'll be so proud and I'll be just over the moon wanting to share it with you. And then whether it's, you know, four weeks later, four months later, whatever, I fall off. Maybe I feel like I'm no longer aligned with that thing. I don't want to do it anymore. But that cycle of starting something, talking about it, and then feeling like, you know, almost like people are judging you for not staying committed to something. And it's really a, a lot of you judging yourself. We we connected on that, right? So me and my friends, we were talking about this. And I think what's happened over time is that as we've started things, decided we didn't want to do it or started things and didn't really give it a fair chance, you know, weren't really consistent, weren't really dedicated to something and fell off, we started to cultivate this deep shame within ourselves that if we, that that we couldn't start that thing again, that we couldn't try again, because it's embarrassing. Because not only are we going to be embarrassed of ourselves for being that person that keeps falling off the, the wagon and trying to get back on or falling off and trying to get back on, but it's going to be publicly humiliating to keep trying to do something and not properly and fully committing ourselves to it. What's crazy, oh, sorry. <laughs> I like... My heart dropped for a second because my recording software like froze and I was like, oh my God, please do not crash because we, this is like, let me, let me stop it for a second and save it and then pop back in. Okay. There's no difference for y'all listening. (laughs) I literally just had to stop it and save and come back. But what I was saying was with this, I think it's caused us to be, again, very critical and very judgmental with ourselves and not just that, but it's caused us to feel apprehensive about trying to pursue something that we are incredibly passionate about or some things that we are incredibly passionate about simply because we tried it in the past and stopped or tried it in the past and weren't consistent. And, you know, again, that shame and that embarrassment and that feeling of like, you know, why even attempt to do this again comes up. I want to sit here and tell y'all that if you, if there's an idea that you have and you have attempted it several times and 
perhaps you know it just didn't work out or you weren't committed whatever before but you keep having the idea consistently and persistently I think it is a sign to really give it a fair chance I always say this and you know recently not even always say this but I, I've recently started to say this and I've recently realized this is that the things that I keep thinking about that I've thought about for years I'm talking like four or five plus years I've had specific visions like I literally will go back into my um like my google drive or go back into old journals or go back and look at old photos and videos or you know uh remember old conversations i've had with friends and realize that a lot of the ideas that i have or a lot of the things that i want to do they are the same ideas that i had at 16 17 18 right they're the same ideas that i've had they're just a little bit more cultivated they're a little bit more sophisticated now they're a little bit more evolved and they are obviously you know they're, they're sprinkled in with my my not my new personality but like my my personality and the things that I know now the lessons that I've learned but they're still at the at the very core of the same things so when you have something like that I think it's definitely a sign that you need to pursue that wholeheartedly and perhaps in the past you tried and you fell off and you tried again you fell off but that doesn't mean that you are incapable of trying and staying on the wagon it doesn't mean that you are incapable of actually being disciplined and persistent in that thing it just sometimes means that right now or not right now but like the times that you tried before you weren't fully ready to commit so again have this conversation with my friends and just kind of talking about some of our goals that we have for this year and how we can help hold each other accountable and I know that you know that's that's something that I think is helpful I think it's important to be able to to cultivate a sense of accountability for your your own self but I also think that community is incredibly powerful so for me you know my friends we have a lot of similar goals in terms of content creation and kind of like what we're doing with that and so we have decided to you know be accountable I was like all right let's set up a, a google meet for three months down the road let's make sure we're doing x y and z let's do this let's check in with with each other and do this like let's commit to doing this and another thing that we also decided and one thing that I definitely decided to do for myself was instead of saying I'm gonna go in gung-ho you know doing the absolute most like pumping out all of this stuff and essentially burning out quite quickly I was like what is manageable for me what is manageable when I when I do all this other stuff? How can this how can I make this fit into my schedule in a way that's not going to burn me out or drive me insane? I'm really excited about this year. I think that this year is going to be very powerful. I think it's going to be a very potent year. I'm excited for all the things to come. I'm excited about truly, you know, tapping into discipline in a way that I've never done before, really honoring my my self-worth and practicing discipline as a form of self-care, especially as it relates to getting closer to, if not achieving and exceeding the goals that I have set for this year. So I am excited. I hope y'all are excited as well. Grab yourself a little bevy, a little beverage of choice, a little snack. You you probably already got one at this point, girl, because we damn near 20 minutes into this episode. So I know you done. You snacking over there on some, okay? And let's go ahead and dive into our energy report and chat about the astrology, astrological transits, major movers and shakers of January 2023.
Okay, my loves, let's dive in with the first transit that we are going through, which is on January 2nd. Venus is entering Aquarius. So Venus, as y'all know, represents our relationships, money, aesthetic, desires. And sometimes people can see Aquarius as this pretty like cold-hearted and detached sign. But Aquarius is also a sign that looks towards the collective and the community and humanity. It's a sign that's known literally as um, the humanitarian. So with Venus and Aquarius, you might find yourself enjoying more of like those social friendship interactions, social outings, uh, group activities, that kind of thing. And for those of y'all that are single, this would be a great time to meet someone through things like that. So through friends, through some sort of group activity, maybe you decide to go to like a new fitness class, a new group sport, you decide to go to something like a meetup group or something like that. And you could meet someone that you really connect with whether it's on a platonic or friendship level at this particular event because Aquarius is also known as the humanitarian and Aquarius is also really about the collective you could also find yourself enjoying group activities such as volunteering coming together for like specific social causes that you're really passionate about or doing something that you truly believe contributes to the healing of the collective in your eyes with changes in aesthetic or money we may find ourselves drawn to buying new high-tech future forward things such as new headphones maybe a new laptop new software you know Aquarius is also known for being kind of like that uh, future forward sort of thinking person or thinking sign so it's funny because I literally have been sitting here trying to figure out if I want to get um, a new desktop for just like work and things like that and I've been watching all of these like techie videos and looking into all of the different tech specs it's giving very much Venus and Aquarius energy so this could also be a time where your personal style is changing to be a bit more modern and individualistic more free-flowing as well so think breaking outside of the box breaking outside the norm doing something that challenges the status quo when it comes to your appearance on January 6th, we have a full moon in Cancer. So when the moon is in Cancer, we're under the influence of Cancerian vibes, which basically means that emotions may be running high and there might be a lot of focus on our home and family during this time. The Cancer full moon may focus on home, nurturing energy, family, and overall just going inwards. But with the sun being in Capricorn at this time, we're also dealing with essentially this balance between outside responsibility like outside of the home responsibilities and responsibilities and like our feelings about our home so it's almost giving like work-life balance right how much are you giving to your career and your work and the things outside of your home and how much are you actually nurturing the people and the relationships and the things inside your home what does your balance between home and family and career and the outside world look like is there a need to reevaluate this balance and basically figure out if you need to change something in the way that you're approaching either your home life and your career life or again the the interaction between the two the full moon is also a time of culmination and release so this is a time to evaluate again that work life or work home life balance and figure out if you need to let something go or have any specific tough conversations to address the things that you need to in order to find a better balance for yourself moving forward especially for the rest of 2023 
About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. On January 12th, Mars goes direct in Gemini. So while Mars has been retrograde, you may have felt almost this like sluggishness towards wanting to take action or kind of feeling a bit of confusion around what action you should even take. So when Mars goes direct in Gemini, all of those feelings will basically be calmed. You're going to feel more of a sense of forward movement and your actions will actually, your actions will actually, you might feel more called to take actions or you might feel more clear around what actions you do want to take. With Mars going direct in Gemini, you might also feel called towards new hobbies, exploring a bit more. Um, Gemini is also known for being sort of like that social butterfly, that very playful energy. So you might also feel called to explore some new group activities, some new meetups, attend new group events, that sort of thing. Just like wanting to get outside and explore and interact with more people. Any hobbies that you have been on the fence about, you're going to get clarity. So now 
now, you know, again, we are going from retrograde to direct. And maybe you were kind of like thinking, should I do this thing? Should I not? If I do it, how do I actually take action? What's the first step? What's the second step? And you were sort of panicking and overthinking it. And now you're getting, again, that clarity, but you're also getting the energetic push that you need to dive into whatever you decide to commit to. Because Gemini can be a bit quick moving and flighty, beware of this energy that we kind of talked about earlier of starting new things and leaving them half finished or leaving them behind as you get like shiny object syndrome and decide to pursue the next thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially if you're feeling called towards something else and you are no longer feeling aligned to the thing that you decided to start. But just keep an eye on that and really sit with that. Do some journaling, do some introspection and figure out if you are running away from something or if you're genuinely not feeling aligned with that thing anymore. So just kind of be aware of that again as Gemini can be a bit of the quick moving and like eerie flighty energy. On January 18th, Mercury goes direct in Capricorn. Hello, the excitement is here, okay? Mercury going direct, y'all know what it means, okay? You'll see more clarity when it comes to communication. If y'all were experiencing any particular communication delays or any sort of like inconsistency perhaps in communication, especially when it comes to work and career, that's where you'll see things begin to move forward now that Mercury is direct. I'll also say with Mars going direct and then then Mercury going direct. We're going to see a lot of that mental clarity around, again, what actions we need to take. So perhaps you were in your head about certain ideas. And as a result of that, you didn't know what actions to take, right? So with Mercury, retrograde mars retrograde and now that they're both going direct you are going to find yourself being like wait a second here the veil is lifted the sunglasses are off i see things clearly how did i not see that before this is what i should do this is what i want to do and i'm excited about it so it's kind of a bit of that energy again especially with mercury going direct in capricorn i feel like a lot of it is around kind of like career um possibly home as well but like really just you know the things that are related more so with like our career and the the realms that capricorn and Saturn are known for. Ideas will be much more organized around this time as well, much more logical. So maybe you're busting out the Excel sheets, you're creating yourself a little plan, you're writing things out in your journal, um, you are getting very clear and very serious about what you want to manifest. You'll be able to outline logical and solid plans for taking actions on your ideas at this time. So it's giving very much she got her shit together. And I love that for you. January 20th, the sun enters Aquarius. So happy early birthday to all my Aquarius love muffins. So Aquarius is known for being intellectual and unique, okay? When people think of Aquarius, okay, maybe not people, but when I think of Aquarius folk, I think of people who aren't afraid to march to the beat of their own drum. They're not afraid to disrupt the system. They're not afraid to break the things in order to put it back together and make it much more efficient, much better, much more effective which is why I really love being an Aquarius rising okay it's literally I make that my entire personality these days so love that for me okay Aquarius is also known as being the humanitarian sign like I mentioned earlier so when the sun is in Aquarius feel free to embrace your humanity okay and feel free to do the things that you want to do that you believe will uplift the collective so you know volunteering activism any sort of opportunities where you're being drawn to come to 
together with the collective, whether that be the collective in your, uh, like your physical home community, like your neighbors and stuff like that. And y'all want to band together to like do something really good in the neighborhood, or maybe it's at work and you're, you know, banding together with coworkers to create some sort of positive change in the system at work, like that kind of energy. This is also a time where you are fully and truly embracing your individuality even more. So we talked about this earlier when we were talking about Venus going into Aquarius and sort of how that will affect your aesthetic. But you might also feel called to do things that, that allow you to express your true self without feeling held back. So you're almost like, like you just want to bust out and be yourself and you don't care who likes it, who don't, who want to accept it. Cause you're like, I want to accept me. I want to know that I'm showing up as the truest form of myself in this given, you know, moment in time. So push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Do not be afraid to question the rules and boundaries that you've always abided by, right? We have to remember that the rules are the rules, but you know, some of the things that are status quo, I think need to be questioned. And I think you will feel that way during this time. So question the things, ask questions, be curious, like push the boundaries and show up as your most authentic self while the sun is in the Aquarius. And obviously for the rest of like the year and hopefully the rest of your life as well. But yeah, this is just like really vibrant, um, individualistic, again, also collective driven or collective. That's what I'm looking for. Like you, you're, you're for the people, but you also gonna be yourself too. You feel me? So I love this. On January 21st, we have a new moon in Aquarius. So with the moon in Aquarius, you might be feeling a bit more rebellious than usual. Aquarius is also a sign that focuses on innovation and the future, forward thinking, that kind of thing. What ideas do you have that break the norm and how are you also aligned with collective progression? How can you challenge yourself to be a disruptor that is an activist for the greater good versus accepting things as they have always been. During this time, you might notice that the ideas that you have, like the, the seeds that you want to plant, they seem bold or even downright crazy. It's giving, what is that? It's like a Steve Jobs quote and I'm literally not going to pull it up at this time. It's, it's just gone. It's gone from my head, but it's something around, um, oh my gosh, I have to look it up. Hold on one second. Okay, so it goes like this. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs and the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of the rules. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. But the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius because the ones who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who do. And I just got chills reading that because this is literally the vibe of this new moon in Aquarius. So what are those ideas that you have, even if they seem like incredibly far-fetched or crazy, or you're like, oh my gosh, I, I don't even think anyone's ever thought of it this way or ever approached this before. Can I be the one to do it? I want you to know you can be the one to do it. And this is the perfect time. Again, it's a new moon. It's it's a time of planting seeds. It's a time of new beginnings. And if you have that beautiful idea in your head of how you want to be a disruptor and how you want to change the system and how you want to change the world, but you are worried because you're like, I'm just one person. How can I do that? Just know that you will find the resources and you will come together with the people that you are meant to come together with, the collective people that you're meant to come together with in order to create that lasting change. So I'm super excited about this particular energy. I feel like I love new moons and this one is in my rising sign is giving very much like the vibes that I know and love. So yeah. 
About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. On January 22nd, Uranus goes direct in Taurus. So Uranus is all about sudden change, sudden surprises. And when it's retrograde, we can often feel a bit more of like a sense of calm because things are less chaotic. It's kind of the way that I like to think of it is like you're watching a horror movie. Okay, maybe not a horror movie. I shouldn't compare life to a horror movie, should I? But let's say you're watching a movie in general, okay? And you know that there aren't any jump scares coming up in like the next hour. You're gonna be a bit more chill right versus if you go to a horror movie and you've heard like as a ton of jump scares you're almost like on edge prepared you know for when something is going to pop up in the screen and like scare you and make you you know spill your popcorn or something so yeah uranus going direct in taurus can indicate drastic changes in areas that taurus rules so money home stability now not necessarily saying that drastic change means bad right like i think that's the thing change is change and i think for a lot of people change can be not something that they look forward to because we like our comfort and there is comfort in knowing that things won't change even if they're not as good as we want them to when we know what to expect we feel a sense of stability and a sense of calm versus when we are expecting change it can often make us feel a little bit on edge because we don't know what is coming around the corner we may see collective themes of change when it comes to individual and global currency so a lot of changes around like money markets 
stocks, that kind of thing. Again, you know, the things that Taurus rules. Um, during this time, we may also feel called to personally reevaluate our relationship with money. So you might want to make some drastic changes around your money. Like you might be like, okay, I am ready to completely eliminate my debt in 2023. What will that take from me? Will it take a lot of really drastic changes in how I approach my money, how I approach my savings, that kind of thing? You might become more or less materialistic, maybe, and not in a bad sense of like materialistic, but you might decide that you really want to obtain certain material things. And in order for you to get to a point where you can buy that and not feel like you are just draining your bank account, you might have to make certain drastic changes when it comes to your money. Either way, changes are happening during this time and they can make us feel uneasy as they push us outside of our comfort zone. But overall, these are changes that will lead us to more stability in the long run. So they are not changes to fear. And then finally, on January 26th, Venus enters Pisces. Now this is giving very much like Cinderella, Hallmark, rom-com energy. And I, for one, am so here for it, okay? Venus is exalted in Pisces. And what exalted means is that it has the strongest expression when it's in that sign. So when Venus is in Pisces, there are no boundaries when it comes to romance. It's very dreamy, it's very loving. It's a very beautiful representation of divine and cosmic romance. When Venus is in Pisces, we also feel more called to like feel in love. It's the vibe of like, I love love. I love being in love, that kind of thing. So singles may find themselves like daydreaming about romance, daydreaming about romantic encounters more, thinking about their crush, that kind of thing. And those who are coupled may feel more called to express their love to their partner with like super cute romantic gestures. Maybe you're experiencing or you're you're actually doing some like over the top romantic gestures around this time. We love 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 during this time. I mean, we love love anytime, but like really during this time, we love love. As Pisces can be a sign that has its head in the clouds sometimes and maybe struggles a bit with that practicing of discernment, this is your reminder to use discernment during this time. So don't let rose-colored glasses fog your vision and convince you that someone is more amazing than they actually are, whether we're talking about a crush or whether we're talking about a partner that you are in a relationship with. Like really make sure that you're using your discernment and seeing people for who they truly are and not really like clouding them with the, the vision of who you want them to be. Okay, my loves, let's dive into the card readings with pile number one. So pile number one, you had the King of Pentacles tarot card come out as well as the Canary Spirit uh, Animal Oracle card. And this one says, sing your own song. So this, I think is an incredibly clear message for pile number one. And it's basically talking about your uniqueness, your individuality, a lot of the themes that we were talking about earlier, especially with all the planets going into Aquarius. If you are thinking, about material wealth, success, uh, abundance, stability, because the king of pentacles represents material wealth. It represents financial abundance. It represents success, right? Getting to this pinnacle, uh, pentacles, pinnacle, <laughs> it represents getting to this pinnacle in your life when it comes to all of those different things and whatever and however you define them getting to that top. Um, it talks about ambition or not talks about, but it, it, it's this energy of like ambition of a provider, 
of confidence of really someone that has worked really hard to get to this successful place in their life. And you know, you know, you can look back and see their journey and see just how far they've come when it comes to achievement. But when it's paired with this canary spirit card, for me, I'm getting the vibe that like success, right? And the the pinnacle of whatever you imagine success to be is in the cards for you. It's literally in the cards. Hello, we have the King of Pentacles come out here. But the key thing that you need to do as you are on this journey towards whatever that success looks like and means for you is to make sure that you are maintaining your individuality, right? The canary spirit and this message of sing your own song is very potent. It talks about being your authentic self. It talks about letting yourself say the things that feel authentic to you, show up in the way that feels authentic authentic to you, like literally singing your own song versus singing the songs of other people. You might be in a place where you have thought for so long that in order for you to create success in your life, you need to replicate the success of others. You need to do things in the way that you've seen them done before. And that's the only way for you to achieve this thing. So maybe you want to be a content creator and you are observing what other content creators are doing. And so for you, you feel like you have to follow that blueprint because if they did it and they got to 100, 200, 300K upwards, then you should do it this way too. For you, that might mean if you are in sort of this corporate world and you really do want to climb the corporate ladder and for you, that is the the, the pinnacle of success is getting to this, maybe the C-suite or whatever the case is. And you see people around you being very cutthroat and very vicious and very, um, you know, just, just, this hard character at work, you say, well, you know, I have to do that. I have to sort of leave my empathy at home and come through these doors and be that very vicious, very cutthroat person in order to advance to the top. And these cards are saying that, no, you don't need to do that. Your very authenticity, your very core self is exactly who you need to be to get to the top. You can show up with empathy and you can still get to the top. You can show up as a content creator and make pieces, make content that is very different than norm you don't have to follow you know I know I did a, a, a that girl podcast episodes real before but you don't have to do the, the that girl trends you don't have to be drinking the green juice every morning you don't have to have the aesthetic vlogs like show up as yourself who are you who do you want to be your tribe your audience the people that are meant to see you the people that are meant to flock to you to come to you to band with you to be a collective group with you they will find you but they can't find you if you are busy singing someone else's song and you were singing it off tune Baby, sing your own song. Your voice is so unique and you're meant to show up in this specific and unique way because you have a message to share. You have a, a particular group of people that you need to touch and you can't reach them. You can't reach this pinnacle of success if you are not honoring your authenticity. So all the rules that you thought you had to follow in order to get to the success, how about you rip those out of the, the rule book that you're looking at, whatever you know this rule book is, and how about you sit down and you say, I have a blank page, right? I, I know that success is in my cards. I know I'm going to get there, right? So how about I have fun along the way? How about I create the things that make me happy? How about I attend the events that spark joy? How about I start the things that I'm passionate about and, and do them until I no longer feel passionate about them? And that is exactly the approach that's going to lead you to the success that is literally written in your cards. Hello, 
hello, pile number two, and welcome to your January 2023 reading. So the two cards you got are Koala Spirit, which says Spirit has a plan, and the star. So this is, uh, first of all, two beautiful cards here. Um, I'm going to talk about the Koala Spirit first, because this one is, I think, really, well, they're both incredibly powerful, but let's dive into that one first. So Koala Spirit essentially talks about, it's kind of like the energy of like the turtle in the hair, right? If y'all know the story, we thought the hair was going to beat the turtle because obviously we're thinking the hair runs fast, the turtle ends up winning the race even though it's that slow and steady energy and koala spirit talks about that it talks about how sometimes things are moving incredibly slowly they're moving slower than we would want or expect and so we start to think you know everyone ahead or everyone is getting ahead of me everyone else is doing x y and z and i'm still here why am i still here the koala spirit is really reminding you that spirit source god the universe whatever label you're using here has a plan in store for you. So even though you're looking around at your reality right now and you're saying, I feel like I am moving, but I'm just moving in place. I feel like I'm doing all the things. My wheels are churning, but I'm not going anywhere. This is a reminder that you are going somewhere. There is a plan that is perfectly aligned for you, that is perfectly unique to you, but you need to trust. You need to trust that there's a reason things are moving a little slower. You need to trust in the way that things are unfolding because it is for your best and highest good. Now, the star talks about faith. It talks about purpose. It talks about hope. For me, the star also represents kind of like a wish coming true or sort of like something really beautiful after a bunch of maybe turbulent events. We know in the tarot deck, the star card comes after the tower card. And if you're familiar with the tower card, you know, it's this card of just like, everything kind of going crazy right things the rug being pulled from under you and essentially you like flailing and trying to figure out well you know what's going on because everything is just kind of being tossed up in the air and you're being forced to figure it out well the star comes after that right so it's sort of like after you've been put through the ringer after you've been put through all of these tests after you have had everything in your life or many things in your life disrupted here is a period of calm here is a period of time to remind you that, you know, you should be hopeful and it's okay to be hopeful because there are a lot of beautiful things that come after the turmoil and come after the challenge. So you may have just gone through a period of challenge or perhaps you're going through a period of challenge right now and that's what's causing you to feel like, well, everyone else is, you know, going through this and everyone else is having a positive time and why am I the only one struggling right now why am I the only one who's not getting the rewards I'm working just as hard even harder and so you're feeling this sort of like disdain towards other people or perhaps this this competition like you feel like you're in competition but this is a card to remind you that you are loved and you are connected right this is a, a, a card of hope and faith a card that reminds you that you're going into a period of life where there is more stability where there is more calm energy where your wishes are literally coming true so it is not just okay but it, it's really encouraged at this time you feel a lot of that confidence and a lot of that hope um this could also be a time where you are feeling really inspired towards a particular purpose so maybe you know you were kind of going through the koala type of energy because you weren't sure what you were doing you didn't feel like you had a sense of purpose and maybe that was what you were comparing yourself to 
too when it came to others like you were like oh they have purpose and they're driven in this way but like what is my purpose and what's my thing and this could be a time where you're finding that like you're discovering what your purpose is for this chapter you're feeling inspired you know you're like out with the old and with the new I'm ready to take charge of my life I'm ready to do the things that I really want to do you're feeling really called to step into that new purpose whatever it is that you have discovered it is for you um but this is just like a really beautiful card and I just want to remind you again that just because it seems to be happening for everyone else and it doesn't seem to be happening for you doesn't mean that it will never happen for you right I know this is such a it's that cliche thing and when I when people tell me when my mom says it to me when I have to say to myself like my eyes roll so much it's disgusting but it truly is that we're all on our own timeline so maybe it happens for someone else earlier because that that's how it's supposed to happen for them and it's it happened earlier so that they could go through another change that needed to happen after that thing that they went through but it's happening later for you because you there's something else in store for you it's not the same blessing as they got yours is unique everyone's blessing everyone's experience is incredibly unique so really trust that process I know it can get really hard sometimes and it can just be tiring incredibly tiring but trust that process you have beautiful things in store for you pile number three and welcome to your reading so your two cards are brown bear spirit which says take time out and then also the ten of swords now we have to talk about the elephant in the room okay because if you're familiar with tarot cards then you know the ten of swords is it's a it's a pretty um can be a pretty negatively interpreted card so i want to talk about that one first so the ten of swords can indicate um just pain right you have this image of this woman who is laying down and she literally has these ten swords in her back so it's not it's not necessarily giving off you know sunny vibes positive vibes the ten of swords talks about a painful ending so perhaps you just went through an ending of some sort right so this could have been maybe a relationship coming to an end one that even though it may have felt inevitable or even though you may have ended it it's still incredibly painful perhaps you experience a job loss maybe you just recently got laid off or something like that or just something where you know it's an ending of sorts and it's brought you a lot of pain you're questioning a lot of what's going on why did this happen perhaps it came out of nowhere and it feels like it came out of nowhere and it feels very very painful because it was so unexpected with this being a card that represents a lot of pain due to an ending this is also a card that really represents letting go it represents accepting what has happened and moving forward in order to create and manifest more positivity in your life at this point the change has happened right you can't hold on to that relationship any longer you can't hold on to that job any longer you can't hold on to whatever it is that you know you're you've been trying to hold on to for so long in order to save face or to feel like you are saving face it's it's done it's the end it's been cut right but at this point we have to accept it for what it is in order to move forward in order to actually heal you have to be willing to say well this is what happened and although I'm not feeling incredibly happy about it I know that it is for the greatest and highest good 
Now, along with this brown bear spirit card taking time out, this really makes sense that this card would pop up for pile number three because this card talks about taking time to rest. You have specific goals. You have specific things that you want to do. It's kind of like this energy of when you experience a breakup and you, after that, now that you're single, you want to channel a lot of that energy that you were putting into a partner, into yourself. So you start to dress better, eat better, work out more. Um, you really tackle your goals, set these really big career goals like you really are just like I'm coming better than I've ever come at life before because now I have nothing that is really stopping me like all of my focus all of my time is now on myself which is a beautiful thing in and of itself however with this brown bear spirit card present it really talks about how you need to take time to rest you've just gone through possibly have just gone through um, something that that really rocked you right that really rocked your world and although you might want to channel a lot of that anger or sadness or resentment or frustration into your goals and into doing something positive for your life it's also a reminder that it's okay to rest it's okay to pause it's okay to sit for a minute to reflect to digest to be like okay you know what has happened how do I feel about this and maybe just take some time to just like rest in general maybe it doesn't even have anything to do with you know doing a ton of reflection but you just want to lay in bed and do nothing and that's okay like your goals will still be there you're still going to be able to do every single thing that you want to do it's not like you're giving up on yourself we do need to remember that in order to have the energy to push forward and to do all the things that we want in life we have to allow ourselves these moments for rest we have to allow ourselves these moments for refueling right energetically mentally mentally, physically, spiritually, all of the things emotionally. So you need to take some of that time for yourself. Go into hibernation like a bear, you know, turn the notifications off, put your phone on, do not disturb, like go into your cocoon and really sit with yourself, be with yourself, be with your energy and allow yourself to recoup um, that energy for yourself and, and really just take time out to relax and, and rejuvenate. So that is your reading pile number three. Okay, my loves, that is our January 2023 energy report. I really hope y'all enjoyed this episode and hopefully the messages resonated. If you did participate in the pick a pick a pot pick pick a pile, pick a pile reading, pick a card pile, read it, honey. Okay. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoy this one and I hope that your 2023 as well as your January is off to an amazing start my loves have a beautiful rest of your Tuesday and of course an amazing rest of your week I will chat with y'all in the next episode bye As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.